Hi, I'm Raven. And I'm Farinir. And this is the podcast where we try to answer the question, can two creatives really break free from the 9 to 5 grind and find success in a more fulfilling creative life? It's quite a mouthful, isn't it? It really is. really should have made that one shorter when we thought of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so first of all, uh, we are four weeks late from when we were meant to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so four weeks since the last one, but two weeks late. Um, so fun. we were away at Final Fantasy... Fan Fest, my Final Fantasy fourteen Fan Fest in London, and it was the most incredible yet hectic, um, just overwhelmingly amazing experience I have ever had, and I'm sure you've had as well. From start to finish, ever. it was absolutely um, incredible, absolutely incredible, magical. nothing like it. No. Um, so we, I was there in um, full cosplay. We'll insert a picture of my cosplay here somewhere, and, and you just had your little Makote ears. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, 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 we do have some content to edit from that that isn't out yet. We've got some photos and videos yet, um, but it was just, uh, it was very surreal um, because we we have spent so much of our ta- our time playing Final Fantasy. And it's going to be a, a creative. Um, podcast but a, a big reason of why we are here doing this now is is largely down to us starting to play games together which in the first big one was Final Fantasy 14 and so for us to go to such a, a monumental event with so many other like-minded people and meet Yoshi P and you know all these other things it, it, it was just a very surreal and heartwarming to be surrounded by such a wonderful and and, and positive community and i mm. when we came back we were just on such a high from <laughs> like almost not believing everything had happened because it was yeah. just so breathtakingly it's wonderful um so big shout out to everyone who put that event together and everyone who we met as well because it was just a uh, best event i've ever been to yeah, for sure. truly i don't i don't think much can can top it now it was so well organized all the staff were incredible all the people we met were just the yeah. nicest people yeah literally start to finish every every single thing about it was perfect and exactly what you want mm-hmm. in so an many event. laughs so many wholesome moments yeah wonderful music oh yes the one, yeah. yeah we did three concerts and a two-day event in the three days uh, so it was very busy we keep, it's one of the reasons we missed um so that we we left the friday of what we usually would film and we were gonna try and do it as soon as we came back but we were we were just wiped um so we thought we'll just leave it until this time when we can recover and and get back on track it's it's all (laughs) all well rested now just just about that's it back to normal back to normal life yeah and it's, it's been a good time so far yeah, yeah. So We've been we're... slowly getting back into the, the rhythm and routine <laughs> and things. Because before we left, we had been very, very full on. And we'll talk about that in a minute, about all the things we've been doing. But it had been everyday, like, mm. stuff oh, <laughs> happening. Yeah. So, Constant. so yeah, it's it's it, we've been recovering sort of from that, but then with fan first on top of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that leads quite nicely into what we were, were getting up to it before does, we left, doesn't, doesn't it? it? So, if you join us for the last episode, you may remember that we were just on the cusp of hitting affiliate status for Twitch, which yes. we're really excited about. We thought we were, like, this close. And sure as hell, within, what, 20, 30 minutes of finishing recording for the podcast last time, we got the notification, so we did it! Yeah. So, really, really happy with that. It, it took some work. 
we loved every minute along the way, but we did put a lot of work into doing it. Mm. Um, and that was our first major milestone. So it feels really, really satisfying to have hit that. Yeah. So what happened was the night before we filmed the podcast, we were we, we got told that we'd reached the three average viewer mark for was it 30 days mm-hmm. is it something like that um so we got told that the day before we filmed the podcast and we thought well by 24 hours time it will have gone through the system and we will have the affiliate da, 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 da. um and it hadn't happened and and so we were kind of we woke up and we're like it'll be there in the morning wasn't there in the morning well, okay maybe it'll be at 12 like that mark it wasn't there at 12 and um we just we, we put it off all day filming it trying to hope that it would happen uh so then we, yeah we finally filmed it quite late in the day i think it was like 10 11 yeah. at night and it, it went through within 15 20 minutes to turn <sighs> yeah, the camera off didn't it, it was so like, typical. Once, so once we like breathed afterwards had a drink refreshed it was like hey affiliate <laughs> so you know it was, it was very nice uh that we finally got it but it was also oh. like uh, waited all day for it and we we kind of planned our day around watching it so yeah we attempted to jump back on and record a little extra bit but we thought nah we're just long enough already we'll wait till next yeah yeah last week was uh, last week four weeks later we finally get around to it yeah yeah so technically we've now been an affiliate for four weeks but we have been kind of on hiatus for two weeks of that because we were at fan fest and then in london and then we had people staying with us so yeah we, we kind of had a two week break yeah, really so it. it was a really bad time we finally hit it after all that work and <laughs> we, we instantly had to like go a whole week because no. we had to prepare for the fan fest trip which yeah. involved lots of like cosplay things yeah. and packing and sorting things out so we really couldn't stream until that week i think we got one in um we then, did yeah we did a cosplay stream yeah but i finished my cosplay quicker than we had anticipated yeah, I, I, for once in cosplay anyone who does cosplay will know that very rarely does the initial plan that you have um work straight away and so i had an idea i was trying to attach the weapons i had to my outfit and i was like yeah well we're just gonna try this and it worked straight away and so then what i'd planned to be an hour was <laughs> about 20 minutes and i was yeah. like well go play <laughs> play some games <laughs> um so, so it was fine you know but we, we managed so to kind funny. of um do one before we went and then yeah. since we've been back so yeah we had about a two week total hiatus and then this past week We've done two streams since being back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully do one That's tomorrow it. as well. Maybe later today, depending on what mm. other people are doing. That's it. I think this next week is going to be the first uh, week that we finally get into it properly. Yes. So we're, we're going to have like a fresh start, like clean break mentality and just crack in. Because mm. uh, we've got a lot to learn now. now. Now that we've done it, like everything yeah. we'd prepared for <laughs> was, was getting to that point. And now yeah. we've done it. We've opened up a whole can of worms. Yeah. So we need we... to look into so many things. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. We hadn't really looked at what to do once we got it. We were just like, well, we'll just get to affiliate and then it'll be fine. And we didn't think about all the things that came with affiliate. Um, so that's even like filling out the paperwork to become mm. an affiliate. I didn't anticipate that. I knew there'd be like some kind of, you know, like terms and conditions. Um, but there was a surprising amount you had to go through with your formal, tax codes and mm, i was like oh okay where's my national insurance number you know <laughs> there was loads we had to fill out that we hadn't really planned for and then there's the actual streaming side of things of like all the emotes and banners and subscriptions mm. and so much which we had like kind of gone oh yeah we'll figure it out and now now we're here we're sort of like ah yes um <laughs> we'll have, we have to find to <laughs> yeah we'll have to figure it out so and now yeah we've got a lot to do on top of editing all the fan fest content yeah. as well but it's fine it's fine it'll be exactly. it's all enjoyable stuff so it's absolutely fine yeah good news is now we get paid for streaming 
It's yes. official. Yes, we, we've... Uh, that's, that's our big... Uh, our first... Um, what's it called? Landmark? No. Milestone. Milestone, that's it. That's that's the I was like, landmark is not the right word. <laughs> Great big landmark. Yes. Um, yeah, that's our, our first big milestone that's been reached. Um, and I, I think... It, for a while we were like is that a realistic one to to do quite quickly but we we did it in within smashed a it. month was it smashed it yeah about a month so a month and like two days a month and two we're, days we're well, I'd, just, I'd just say a month, I'd say a month. <laughs> sounds better doesn't it yeah really happy with that um so now the real work begins so we had to look into how twitch's ad revenue platform works yes um and set all that up so how often you run ads and exactly. all that they give you a lot of, of options for it which is yeah because nice. obviously the more ads you run the more money you make mm. but also the more you annoy people mm. so then they leave so then they watch fewer ads so hides you know in, you've got to find the right balance hides in marketing <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so sorry it's all my fault i'm you sorry people for fun yeah uh, <laughs> i'm sorry so yeah we, we, we're trying to find the right balance on that front Mm-hmm. Um, and then we need to look into all of our customer moats um, and Which other ways we've we can reward started, our We've started our emotes. And I, it's really funny. I thought it'd be, that would be the easiest part. But I'm struggling to think of what to make the emotes, mm. you know, because I want them to be sort of based on us and our hobbies and interests. So far, I've made one which is the meme of the lady yelling at the white cat. But it's me and you and you're the cat because of being in Makoche. It. It's, perfect. it's perfect. <laughs> once, once they're done, we'll upload them to social media and stuff and <laughs> you can go check them out there. But yeah, we'll, yeah. We, we've got some ideas, but I I'm, I don't really understand how you even figure out how many you get because it's dependent on so many different things. Yeah. And there's so yeah, there's, there's, there's so simple. much to learn, so much yeah. to learn. So we need to do some real real deep diving this week. Yes. But it'll figure it out. Yes. But we've got some first drafts. That's the main thing. Yeah. Then we can sneak Joey in there. I think that's the, the main thing. He's always oh, yeah. the main star of the show. Um, so really happy with that. He's what gets all the views in. Always. As soon as we bring the cat out, it's oh, yeah. like shoots up <laughs> straight away. It's like yeah. Cat and the dog, boom. Aww. Easy, easy wins. Um, so we've had our first few subscribers, which is really nice, seeing mm-hmm. as we haven't really started doing anything to reward them yet. So that's really nice. Very kind of them. Um, progress slowed a bit whilst we take a little break, but we know, expected that. We and expected that. We, we prepared. And I, I, again, I'll just sort of briefly mention as well the importance in taking a break. Um, we did really hardcore grind streaming before we went to Found Fest. We kind of streamed at one point. I think we did like every day. We did. We did every day um, for a while though. It was good. So yeah, it was it was tiring, very fun. Really, really fun. Very tiring, but it was really enjoyable. But you know, we. The, the break was needed and necessary, um, and I feel like we've been able to come back more revitalised for it, you know. Um, so it, it was, you know, it, though progress slowed a bit, it was absolutely fine slowing progress. And what's horrible is when progress slows and you've not changed anything, yeah. but at least it, it correlated exactly with, like, us going away. There was still some progress, but just, mm. you know, much, much slower. So it was all exactly. fine in the end, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, we, we've learned things we've grown mm-hmm. we've developed and now we're going to put those actions into place by changing some things with our streams we're going to work on our overlays a bit we've already started that i say yes. we i mean i mean <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so a big thing is with our streams our overlays look wonderful we love them we love the aesthetic the vibe it's just perfect um but 
the framing was too big, um, mm. and it made our actual screen space quite small, both for the gameplay and the camera. Yes. So we've taken that into account and reworked things. Yeah, so um, on a desktop, I would have said it's absolutely fine. And we looked at our analytics, and we did get mainly desktop viewers, which I was quite surprised by. I thought it would be mainly mobile. Um, but I didn't know, you know, do things like... Uh, streaming from a mobile, like onto Google Chrome or Apple Play or something, does does that count as a desktop or a mobile or streaming? Because there wasn't a streaming option; it was just desktop or mobile. So, <laughs> I know, but it on a smaller screen, it was too um, condensed and too busy. Mm. Um, so yeah, we we've totally so the the theme and the colors, the kind of general aesthetic is the same, but we just now have much more space for the actual gameplay and then for us as well so hopefully going forwards we haven't actually implemented it yet but it's it's in the works maybe we can set that up today maybe? yeah <laughs> maybe. um so yeah that's that's all going very well yeah happy with that makes positive changes got a lovely uh christmasy overlay ready for December. yeah yeah that's and we've um we've got the birthday one for end of this month because mm. my birthday so we've got a nice cute little birthday one going as well so yeah really really keen to use those and to see if they make a difference um which will i don't know if we'll be able to know clearly enough in the two weeks between this time and next time but it's something that we will know if there is any difference mm. in viewers or engagement or stuff like that if 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 it seems to be better with the new overlay or worse it could be worse <laughs> it could be worse it could be worse because actually we, we do get a sp- every time <laughs> we go for a brb break um, we have a nice little overlay that we put up and every time we put it up we get an influx of people because um, it's really cute and, and adorable and I think people see the nice colours and yeah, they are like ooh this... it's just yeah. a lovely big image that says be right back because yeah. we're not here uh, it's, got nice sunset. it's got a nice sunset it's got a nice sunset it's got a little frog and a little lily pad and it's yeah it, everyone just jumps on it yeah. every single Maybe time we just need to flash it on every five yeah, minutes we'll just, just for a moment flashing. just to see if it lets people in <laughs> it'll be like our own ad break we'll have the ad every so often and then we'll have the the yeah. BRB screen timed through it so funny um, so yeah that's all very exciting and I like doing graphic design so that's that's always very good, good. Nice. Um, but to date the video it is um, the 11th of November today and very sadly yesterday day before the ninth maybe um our good old friend omegle has died um it has been closed it had some lawsuit issue we won't go into what's really happened because to be honest we don't fully know um but the short of it is that omegle has been taken down it no longer exists you can go to the website and there's just a little gravestone (laughs) it's very it's very very sad i'm still shaken by this news it's it's very sad so um that you might be thinking why does omegle come into a podcast about being creative and twitch and all that sort of stuff uh we were using um an omegle bot to drive traffic to twitch which some people found questionable but we found very reliable and helpful mm-hmm. and that avenue is very quickly being cut off so thankfully it was there for us racing to affiliate so it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of done the main legwork it got us there it got us there it worked um but now 
it, it it's really signified the the importance of not putting all of our eggs into one basket per se because we now have to put more effort into the other channels so what was really helpful about um omegle was that we could have it running 24 7 it didn't matter if we were at work if we were streaming doing house chores having a shower we could have the spot running all the time and that was really helpful because it allowed us to have more time to recover to edit streams to edit content to edit the overlays to to work you know just to exist and we weren't spending all of our time on marketing and that was something that was important to both of us um which I quite stressed because I work in marketing that it it's it's why marketing exists because it drains so much time so much of our resources um so yeah it, it was really really helpful and it's now dead which is very very sad but it does mean um that we can just put more time into other things and we're gonna have to try and figure out the next best tactic so we'll also you know we'll keep you up to date on that as well we've got a few ideas a few things that we can do that we had a sort of things we were meaning to start that we just hadn't had the the push to do so and there is no greater push <laughs> than Omegle literally being taken down so now we are forced <sighs> to actually go and do kind of manual organic marketing yeah. um the old-fashioned way. yeah yeah and it'll be for at least now predominantly organic marketing I don't know if we'll go into paid maybe at some point we will I don't know um but yeah that that was um yeah yeah it, it was a, a, a twist and turn which we we'd, we'd kind of tried to um soften and, and bubble wrap as many things as we could to troubleshoot them but amigo dying was was not one of them so it kind of was you you were at work at the time wasn't you and i i sent you the screenshot and a, a oh, voice okay. note coming no <laughs> i think on the last episode i gave a projection of what our uh followers would be within a year but that's on our using rate. amigo but that's gone now like that's gone that was using amigo like, yeah, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> but so we reconfigure we restart it's fine <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's it's it it has been a big hit we're not gonna lie about that it has taken um it's gonna be hard to recover that loss but we have options we have avenues and we will keep you up to date on what we do and also if anyone listening to this has any ideas or suggestions on where they think is best or what's been successful we're also very open to hearing that as well mm, you know open it. open to any ideas because i work in marketing but i've not done marketing for like streaming content it's been more mm. services and products and stuff so it's, it's a, a different kind of stuff. thing yeah yeah so if you have any advice drop it in the comments below yes it'd be if very you're listening on just a podcast through spotify or something um then you can just drop a comment on our YouTube video because this will also be on YouTube as well. Yes. So feel free to hop on over and just uh, leave us any tips or tricks you may think of. Oh, dear. At some point, we should open an email for... I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be handy. communication avenue. Oh. There we go. We'll have that set up for next time. Yeah, we'll have that for next time. <laughs> and if we do have it set up for the time we release this, we'll put it in the footnotes yes. and the description of this and then you can just use that but if it hasn't just know that it's because we're editing fan first content and we're very sorry and we'll sort it for next time no time (laughs) (laughs) oh dear and that takes us to our next point i believe so last time i made a note that i would run through some of the technical issues we've had so far (laughs) um some of the things we've done horribly wrong yeah and how you can avoid doing those things which is one thing we really want to make a point of doing with this we make mistakes so you don't have to um so this will all be referring to obs 
for the most part. If it's anything else, I'll let you know. Um, but primarily, double check all of your settings thoroughly. So in the settings mode um, section of OBS, there is so many things you can sift through. Um, and you may think some of it's not appropriate, but there'll be little things in there that catch you out and they will affect your stream <laughs> and you won't even notice. Um, so I would highly recommend just clicking through all of them again and again until you've got your head around them all. Um, some of it will just be pure technical jargon um, and by all means have a little Google, see if it's relevant to you or not. Yeah, we, not we do be. have the screen open in front of us now and I am looking at it and, <laughs> and I recognise a few words there, um, but some of that is... Uh, it's, different language <laughs> yeah like, like i'm quite savvy with a lot of this stuff and to me it's still some generation. yeah and i think actually that's a really good point to make that often um i know at least i do this is that if i see that there's the jargon i just go you know i i know the key the key buzzwords for things to look out for if they're not there it's not relevant but actually if you don't know it and you don't know what it's doing you don't know what it's controlling that probably actually means more so that you need to look into it. And that's what we found is that we were like, yeah, you know, all the things that we knew about, that was all sorted. But there was things that we hadn't had to learn and know about before that we just scrolled straight past and actually uh, were really big, important things. So do do just have a little quick, have a, have a tab open and just Google them and, you know, make a note of what these things are and mm -hmm. then so if things do go wrong or you need to fix stuff you can go aha i read about that when i first started setting up obs <laughs> it's so worth it because i had a look through some various little starter guides and stuff on how to set things up when i got going mm -hmm. and a, a lot of these things were never mentioned like they talked about the most basic like visual things purely just to set up your scenes and everything mm -hmm. but they didn't go into the technical bits at all and i think that really hurt us for our first few streams because things weren't right and we didn't even know they weren't right no. um so i'll just talk about some of the biggest mistakes so far so first off the base canvas resolution now you can see that in the video section of the settings and this one really threw me off because all of my inputs were 1080p full hd mm -hmm. um across every single aspect that you can affect um, through the scenes and the sources it was all 1080p um, but then I realised the base canvas resolution was actually 720p. Now this is a little thing that's tucked away in a menu that you probably may not even look at, but is automatically downscaling all of your footage without you even knowing. It is like a menu in a menu, isn't it? it yeah. So everywhere where you could see 1080, said 1080. Yeah. All the design, all the camera, all the street, everything you could have mm -hmm. a control over said 1080. Um, and it's only when we watched the stream back we were like... Hmm. It, just, it doesn't look bad, <laughs> but it doesn't look 1080. Yeah. Um, and that's when we found this little <laughs> side menu. So then I changed that one and boom, everything fine. Wonderful so then. that is top tip number one. Yes. Base canvas resolution in the video settings. Make sure <laughs> that that is matching your source outputs. <laughs> um, next up, bitrate and encoding. Now that one, again, I didn't see that talked about anywhere. And that drove me crazy when I realised that that was a thing because it, we could have improved it so much quicker. Um, so if you go to the output settings in OBS and you look underneath encoder settings, there's a lot of things there that are honestly far too technical for me to talk about. But the main thing I'm going to drop on is the bitrate. So what you should set that to will be largely dependent on your internet speed. So you have to do some research to see which number to change. But mine, I think, started on a default of 2,500, 
which was pretty tiny. Mm. Like, our internet can do way better than that. And that was another reason why, when we looked back at some of our streams, they were actually quite uh, low resolution and quite jumpy, very low quality in ways mm. that they shouldn't have been, because all of our <laughs> process and <laughs> hardware up to that point are flawless. They're fine. Yeah. Um, so it's very frustrating that that one little number made things low quality with no warning because loads of guides do not mention that. Um, so that's top tip number two. Um, secondary to that, under the same section, so you're under output. If you change that across to audio, you'll see more bitrate settings. So each of your audio tracks, so on here I've got, oh, I can't scroll because I'm streaming, um, I think six tracks of audio and the audio bitrate for that, I think, think started at default at 192 which is again quite low so change that to 320 across all your channels you'll be much better off you'll be sounding crystal clear in no time um why it's so low by default we will never know but change it you will thank me for it um before you continue yes um because oh, i i definitely know um but just for the few who don't know um can you briefly summarize what bitrate actually Oh, means. put me on the spot, why don't you? Um, just, just, you know, you haven't got to be technical, <laughs> yeah. but just, what is it? It's basically the amount of data that is put into your your file. So, the higher it is, the more the more detail you have. Um, so, it's, it's mostly demonstrated as like a curve. Um, so, if you have really high bitrate, it's nice, smooth curve, because it's got all these points of detail. If it's really low quality... It will be more like in little stairs because it's lower points of quality and detail mm. to it. So if you see it visually, that's how it will look. Um, so higher is always better, but obviously if you go too high and your internet can't cope with that, yeah. you may end up in a worse position. So just look at how high you want it based on how fast your internet is. Um, a quick bit of research on Google will get you in the right spot. Um, I think 4,000 upwards is probably a good starting point, <laughs> but double check your own broadband settings. So, yep. You should that do a little video on how to set this up. I think I might do. That'll I honestly think you should. I think yeah. it'd be really helpful. Because, I, I, yeah, as, as you'd already mentioned, we did try and look up as much as we could to see what people already said about mm. it. And some stuff was really helpful. But there was so much that was really vague, really overcomplicated. Um, and it was one of those things, you know, kind of like recipes where they write a blog before they tell you just mm -hmm. the answer and it'd be like this is how i got <laughs> to this moment in time and it just was like can you just tell me where this tool is you know exactly. i don't need point. to know your entire education since the first school club you went to you know it's yeah. very much that thing so um we did have a really hard time just finding support and advice and just any information on mm. everything that we've done um to do streaming so um yeah maybe if we did a, a, a video tutorial yeah. on that sort of thing I can do that. Oh, gives us something to do this week yeah it'd be really good i think it'd be really helpful because at least you know more than i know <laughs> um and so it could probably help another little me out there exactly. who's twiddling their thumbs not knowing what I to do get people in a good starting point in the yeah i mean that's the thing as well at cycles. least once you have that foundation basic understanding you then know what you need to look for to mm. progress further but if you don't even know how to get your foot in the door it's sort of like what am i looking at what am i doing what do i need you know it's really hard to to kind of suss out where to go next absolutely um 
so yeah, I will come back to that with a full video, but I'll still run through some little tips and tricks here. Uh -huh. um, I've got a couple left. So audio channels. So obviously we just talked about affecting the quality of your audio channels, but even a more basic than that is where do your tracks go? Um, so as I'm an audio engineer, this is second nature to me anyway. I, I can get my head around that stuff, no problem. Not second but even nature. I screwed it up. And this one really annoyed me. Even I screwed it up. We did a stream... Um, a few weeks back where some of our viewers said hey we can hear the game but we can't hear you and I was like uh, well everything's lit up fine on my end I can see all the audio going oh, through oh is this what was wrong yeah yeah I didn't yeah. I didn't no, so, you, you fixed it very quickly but I, I did I had a hunch so, <laughs> I just left it alone <laughs> I was like I don't know what to do uh, earlier that day I'd tidied things up and made things more efficient and we all know how well that goes don't we <laughs> Um, so I'd made a, a pretty huge mistake while doing that, and that was in setting up where my audio tracks go. So obviously we're doing two things. We're recording streams, and we're just live streaming. And what I wanted was to affect where the recorded audio channels go. So I wanted separate tracks for, let's say, um, the actual game sounds, um, for one microphone, for two microphone, and then... Um, let's say, Discord chat and mm. effects from Twitch and stuff, like notifications, that sort of stuff. So six so channels. Much. So I had all of these sources spread across these six channels. What I forgot to factor in is that, by default, OBS only streams channel one. <laughs> so I had tidied it so that our voice chat doesn't go to channel one, it only comes through on channel two, which is great for recording, but it screwed us completely up for streaming. That's when yeah. no one could hear us. Yeah. So I was frantically rushing around, unplugging things, plugging things back in, double-checking. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, I changed that. <laughs> and I had a little heart attack. And I just unticked that one little box, put it back in. It was fine. So, lesson learned. <laughs> Don't be like me. Just go through and make sure all of your tracks are going where you want them. Mm. But for when you're streaming, always have everything going through track number one. So I have all the things we need going through track one. So when streaming, everyone will hear everything. But at the same time, I have all of our game sounds going to channel two, all of our voices to channel three, etc. So I still have those separate channels for editing afterwards. But for streaming, everyone still has, hears everything on one altogether. It's sort of like um, cables and the, the, the rubber casing you get, isn't it? It's like you still, you can have lots of different wires mm in a cable but it has that one piece oh, yeah. of rubber around it so that exactly. when you plug your charger in it's all together in one but actually inside there's Separate lots of different bits. things yeah um, and I would just quickly say <laughs> just because I'm looking at it mm -hmm. the fact that where it says status and it says active the fact that active is in red is really messing with my brain because I feel like it should be green, like green. good and go red and it's working on. and on. Yeah, but red, I'm like, oh, does, is it bad? Is it good? I don't know. It says active, but it's red. We'll like, find out when we go to edit, yeah. I suppose. There we go. Yeah, we'll know. If is it a sound, it's not good. Is it a good active or a bad active? Oh, um, but funny. yeah, when you open that, it jarred me because I saw lots of red and then I was like, so but funny. it says active. That yeah. sounds good. It should be good. Yeah, just, just a funny little note there. <laughs> and the last issue, um, I would say very important to start off early with, and I'm sure you'll agree because you're in the same line of work on some of this, mm. 
podcast, managing the amount of content you have with proper file structures from the start. <laughs> now, when I say this, I mean things like proper naming conventions for all of your files so that you know what they are exactly from a glance, you know what they are, and you can search for them. Yes. That's essential. And also having everything organised in a way that you understand and will make things easy to find. Because there mm. is nothing worse than losing your files. You mm. can't find it. You're looking no. for this one image you need to put into your stream or your video and you can't find yeah. it. You can't search for it because you've named it wrong. It's a disaster. We we all know and we're all guilty of doing the thing where you need to save something quickly and you just go... Duff, good, duff. And you save it to desktop and you use it quickly. You send the meme to a friend and you never look at it again. That's fine for memes. But when it comes to overlays and banners and emotes and, you know, all all the different things and slides and, and like BRBs and starting stream, you know, everything like that, you have to name it properly and have a system. And that hasn't got to be defined you know what works for us might not be good for you I know that in my day job the word header banner and title all kind of get um entwined and cover photo as well so often when I save a say like a header image for an email I will put um website header email header like i'll put all the kind of keywords into one thing so that i know that tired me tomorrow i won't have to go did i call it banner did i call it header it will just be included you know so so if that's what works for you then absolutely do that but make sure that you have a system that works for you and stick to it and have everything matching so that all your overlays have the word overlay in it. All the main ones have the word main in it. And all the starting screens have starting screen in the title because there is nothing worse than trying to be organised and be creative and you're spending your time trying to go, did I put it in photos or is it downloads or is mm-hmm. it on my desktop, you know? And yeah. it just overcomplicates things. So it does take a bit more time, but it is such a time saver in the long run. Yeah. And, and also if you, if you do... Um, God forbid, have a hard drive damaged or computer damaged. If you do have to go and have stuff tried to be recovered, you do need to tell the person recovering it what you're actually looking for. And so if you've called everything, a they're not going to be able to find it. You've got to say, I need the folder called Twitch overlays, you know. So it's it's also for kind of safety and, and backup as well to, to have a system. Definitely. So start straight away. You may only have two files yeah. when you start, but start... Yeah start as you mean to go on yeah. because as you go on you may realize months into it that you want to totally move everything and mm-hmm. rearrange it to how it would make sense but then once you do that none of your software will be able to find your files because you've moved them all yeah and then you've got to relocate everything <laughs> and every time you open an old project or something it will ask you to find that old file again because you've moved it and it's not where you left it yeah i think it, um, that is hard work a good way to summarise this, if you have got any design experience, if you have used InDesign, you will know that any time that you make anything in InDesign, you have to do a thing called packaging. And basically that package is a little tab which has all the elements that you used in it. So normally when you mix things in InDesign, it will if you put a photo in, it will say, this photo has come from a desktop, this one has come from your downloads, this one has come from a hard drive. And it keeps that mapping which is fine, but as soon as you move those images, it goes, well, you said it was in downloads, but it's not there anymore. So that's what packaging is. It, it kind of saves the actual file rather than the location of the file. And this is quite a similar thing where 
it, it is saving the location of that item not just the item it is mm-hmm. it's it's mapped out the route on how to get there so if you rearrange it all it's going to get halfway there and go you've moved everything what are you doing and so then yeah you have to kind of start over and it's very complicated and very time consuming so yeah. definitely have a system start as you mean to go on yes definitely there are plenty of good examples of like strong file structures online just have a little look it's so worth it mm-hmm. um different structures work well for different people so i'm not really going to tell you what we do because it may not apply to you to just know that you should look into it start now start right <laughs> yeah i've got to, i've got to say it was a very lovely thing for me when we started dating and we, we got this computer because i'm very strict with my file naming because of me being a graphic designer I, I just have to be especially when i've got different clients and stuff it can't all be in one folder and um i was using your computer then to do some design work and everything was beautifully labeled and laid out and <laughs> i had my own place and you had all your own things and it was all just beautifully done and it made things so much easier and i i do clutter the desktop i, I must admit yeah, I, you are <laughs> terrible for that do you know what's worse than cluttering it though i have my stuff nice and neatly organized on the desktop right we're, we're gonna get personal now. i have it nice and neatly organized i have all my audio stuff on one little bar here mm. and all my photography stuff in one little mm. section here raven here will come along and Aww. click this little thing where it moves everything on the desktop all the way over here in one spot in a mess it's, just a pile of files a mile long and i'm like where's all my stuff gone it's the whole you know you know on a desktop right click sort I love that because it puts the um, it puts the the recycling bin in the top left corner, and then it goes all your applications, and then it does your Word documents and your Excel documents, and then it does your Adobe files, and then the image, you know, like it, it sorts it in that order, right? And then all of my audio. <laughs> but I I do it by such habit on my my work computer that I then go to use your computer, and I'll finish, I'll tidy my things up, I won't leave things on the desktop because I'm very good at it now, and I'll go, oh, all done, I'll just press and it'll go back to how it was and then I realised that I move all of your things with it and then I then you open the computer a day later and you're like where's my thing <laughs> you don't really get mad um, but you kind of look at me like did you tidy the computer up I'm like mm, yeah I'm sorry um, but everything else like all your hard drives are very very yeah, neat and tidy fine. and organised um, but it does yeah it does make an absolutely huge difference so if there's I'd say that that is the big takeaway from today mm. in my opinion that's my most important thing Definitely. tidy your files up and make sure you have a system because it will save you so much stress and time in the future you will thank us <laughs> yes yes you will you will send us personal emails saying thank you so <laughs> it was the best advice I ever had I can just see it so that covers that I will work on a YouTube video with more guidance yeah, for you I think that would be really good yeah. um, but for now those are my top tips for the day. Learn from our mistakes and yeah. don't do the same things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that out of the way, I'm going to ask you a question. What's been the highlight of your fortnight? The highlight of my fortnight, technically, is the highlight of my month uh, because we're in my Um But I, I've got to say, even though it was more than a fortnight ago, I'm still riding on the high of FanFest. Um, and a big highlight for me, which hopefully we'll have results from next time, mm-hmm. is I entered the Final Fantasy XIV FanFest London. <sighs> they should really get a better name for it. <laughs> Art and Video Contest. Um, and I entered two pieces of my artwork. I did two paintings. And we're going to do um, arty streams 
in the future, so do keep an eye out for that. But I did two of my paintings, and I did I ended my cosplay, which you had photographed at May MCM Comic Con. And the only reason I entered was because I had the paintings done, and I had the images edited, and I thought, well, I've got stuff, I may as well enter it. Like, it would have been silly not to, because I had it all, and... So I didn't expect it to do well at all. And then my friend sent me a link just saying, oh, look at like the really good entries. And I was a finalist. In I, I, I kind of had to, yeah, thank you. I had to kind of scroll up and down and go, that's my face. Um, so I, yeah, the one that became a finalist was my cosplay in the physical handcrafted area of the art competition. And yeah, we then, we can insert again a picture of my yeah, cosplay. Okay. We found it at FanFest. They had it on a big display board, my little outfit and um, the ears that I'd built. And so it was very, very surreal to see my artwork there as well, like something I had created. And cool. and I, I had a lot, of, um, a lot of doubt in making it because I hadn't done proper cosplay before that I'd I'd bought outfits online but I'd never really built things and I hadn't entered an art competition for 10 years so for the first one for me to enter again for me to be a finalist on for Final Fantasy was just uh, amazing absolutely amazing <laughs> and I was on Square Enix's social media yeah you were that was really it cool. was on their social you media and that it was it was very special because Square Enix has so much significance to you which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute and also my brother who got me into games into Final Fantasy all that sort of thing he has been a very 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 long fan of mm. everything that Square Enix does so even just to be on their social media in their final fantasy video of the cosplays and stuff was just very like heartwarming and lovely to be kind of a part of the community and all that sort of thing so hopefully they said they'll announce the winners um by the beginning of november and it's now the 11th yeah actually they're taking the time so yeah i did look last night i did refresh it but they haven't announced it yet so hopefully by next time we'll know if i won anything but honestly i'm taking it as a win anyway that i even became a finalist and one of our favorite artists was also in there in the illustration section so i felt very honored to be within even the same competition as her because we both love her artwork yeah so lovely human being yeah that was a um a real real big peak for me and yeah so even if i don't win or anything i really don't care because i'm just so happy that i even could take part in it honestly and uh have have my my work seen by other people so yeah very very lovely very happy nailed it i'm really Mm. happy what about yours what was your highlight of the fortnight Oh, well, weeks. <laughs> obviously it's going to be uh, what happened at the same event because it was just so magical. For it's going to be our highlight for the next, like, ten next years. Year. <laughs> yeah. It, or, yeah, for the next year. Uh, Hopefully we'll change it once we get married. It'll be awful if we're both saying <laughs> Final Fantasy yeah, was the right. best thing. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah hopefully by 2025 we'll be saying our wedding. But, yeah, you know, fingers crossed. We'll try and combine the next two events. Have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I think my favourite part of it was having... Hironobu Sakaguchi in attendance. The man, so, the legend. The man, the myth, the legend. He is he the is. man that created Final Fantasy in the first place, back in the 80s. Um, Icon. He directed the first few games. He was a producer after that. Um, up until, I think, the 10th one. I think he left sometime after that, if I remember rightly. And he was there. Like They invited him. He's got on board playing 14 and he loves it he's like the biggest fan there it was amazing but just having him he there was, was a, so special he was like a super fan he there was. like he'd he'd done the relic weapons yeah. like because he he said that he'd started playing it 
um, because he got asked to go to do FanFest and he so thought, oh, you know, I better actually kind of know what I'm talking about. And he's just absolutely fallen in love with it. And so so much so that he said he doesn't want to collab with them because he's so involved as a player. He doesn't want it... To, he doesn't want to know what's happening, yeah, so that, that was really wholesome. So, wholesome. Uh, so yeah, it, I, I was um, I didn't know that he would be such a huge fan, which made it so much nicer. Yeah, I was like, was oh, so he's one of us. It's so special <laughs> having him be there. Yeah, and he he just brought so much humor to it, and yeah. so much really cool knowledge that we wouldn't have had otherwise. About the Onion Knights. Perfect. Yeah, that's still gonna be my favorite Lovely. fact. Yeah, the way he dropped the Tank Buster on Yoshi P. <sighs> So just in case you don't know, Yoshi P is like the producer and director of Final Fantasy XIV. And uh, they were doing a section where they were both playing the game with other players online. Mm-hmm. And um, Hironobu decided to drop a tank buster, which is a, an attack just for tanks, because it will nuke anyone else, kill them yeah. straight away. Only Instant tanks death can take it. if it's anyone else. Yeah. And uh, Hironobu decided to chase Yoshi P and drop <laughs> it on him and kill him in front of thousands of live viewers. Thousands. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Brought us all to stitches it's just a hilarious moment yeah he brought just such a lovely um joy and warmth to the event and i asked that because they had um what was it like the the background artist and then the what was the other one there's like another that was it Mm. they had both of those guys there i can't remember their name sorry um but both of them just had such a positive warm energy and so lovely and and so passionate and it made it made me enjoy it more because you could see they really loved what they did like it was a craft of theirs they weren't just you know sometimes you see game dev interviews and it's it's they're almost kind of um separate from what they're doing as these guys really were you know it was their their passion they they really loved it so it was just it was just really really nice yeah yeah absolutely amazing best weekend of my life that's what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the year. So <laughs> we're really, really sorry, but that's going to be our existence now. <laughs> that everything will be compared to that. And we'll no, it will, no, honestly, I think so many conventions and events in general mm. should take a lot from what we experienced at FanFest because it, it, I couldn't fault a single thing in it. It was amazing. Start to finish, everything was just perfect and, and more events need to, need to have the kind of routine and structure that they did because it was, it was amazing. So yeah, really, really good. Happy days. And with that, I think we're good. Yeah, I we'll think. We'll catch you in two weeks' time for another update. Yeah. We'll put through all of our new plans and ideas. Yeah, we've definitely got a lot to be getting on with. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be a busy week, so we'll let you all know how it goes in two weeks. Yes. So, if you have any questions, tips or tricks, please leave us a comment on the YouTube channel. That'd be lovely. Mm-hmm. And we'll get working on that custom email just so you can drop us any direct comments there if you are just listening through the uh, podcast sounds good ideal thank you very much thank you see you later